take a stand. We'll do what we can. We will change the Adiabella Rises, the podcast. My name is Jules and I am your hostess with the mostess. I am a speaker, an author, a transformation guide, but what I really am is an empowered woman who's worked her way through her own bullshit. And I am here to share my story and learnings in the hope that they will inspire and empower you to grow and reflect on your own life. I am a survivor of trauma and panic. I've been to the depths of hell and have risen to see the light of the angel world. I will challenge you to think outside the box, dive into your purpose and really check in to see if your actions align with this. This is a safe place for you to start exploring a new way of being that is in true alignment with the you that you may have buried. So let's fuck average and do the work as I truly believe that we can all make a difference in this world, but it starts with us. Hello to you. I am sitting here and I wanted to talk you on a bit of a journey that I've been on for the last few days. Um, I've been sick and I haven't been sick for quite a few, well, a couple of years at least. Um, but I wanted to talk you through my process because I haven't been truly sick. Like it's not like it's been a cold where I've had a sore throat and a runny nose. I've just really not felt all that good in my head. Um, kind of like that pre-rundown feeling rather than the full-on sickness. But it's been for... I started feeling blur. Thursday and it's now Tuesday so it's been kind of hanging around without not without doing much else but I was talking today to a good friend and it all of a sudden dawned on me um I've really been feeling fed up not lit up over it um as you would have heard from my previous podcast if you've been listening along and but I haven't been doing anything about it and I haven't even really been using the tools that I would normally use <coughs> and Miller agrees um the tools that I would normally use to get myself out of the funk I've just been sitting in it and sometimes that is good you have to do that to be able to work through your processes but I'd had a magical day the day before with my partner. We went down south a little bit and just was in nature and had lunch and everything like that. Um, Look at me so casually saying that I had lunch. (laughs) Sorry. Sometimes it still amazes me that me, the person who's been a non-eater for most of my life, can go out now and eat lunch. Um, And then I literally woke up the next day not feeling good. And again, it was that not feeling good within myself, you know what I mean? Like my head just feels maybe even a bit almost ear infection-y where you're not quite feeling stable and, you know, as soon as I'd start moving, I'd feel 
not fevery, but sweaty, um, which is probably fevery, I don't know, um, and all of that kind of stuff. So I was talking about it today and all of a sudden I realised that – and this is why I wanted to talk through the process because, yes, I've been self-caring myself and pretty much doing nothing and just enjoying because, again, every time I got up it would be the, oh this doesn't feel good kind of feeling. And so I've been really honouring that. Um, and so you can come at it from a few different ways. Did I start feeling this way? Because I did have to just say no to everything because I was still saying yes to everything even though I was fed up. And so, of course, my body um, is going to say, well, if you're not going to say it for you, we'll say it for you and you have to cancel everything and not do anything. But also I was really, and it just came, I wasn't even thinking it, it just came into my brain when I was talking on the phone to someone that when I was younger, the only time I would get attention if something was wrong, you know, I had severe nosebleeds when I was younger. They would bleed for three hours at a time, often. I had such severe eczema that I'd been hospitalised a couple of times, maybe even more, um, like whole body covered splits, just really, really bad. Um, You know, I broke my hip and um, went through months and months and months of not being able to be a normal child. So looking back on all that stuff, it's like, and I'm not saying I still got good attention, but I got something, you know. They had to stop and give me the painkillers for my hip. You know, they had to help me in the lovely pintasaur, pintasaur, however you said it, the pine baths for my eczema. You know, they had to help me with the cream. They had to help me with my nose running for hours on end. You know what I mean? Um, So it's not all of a sudden like they became the best parents in the world, but they had to give me some sort of attention when I was sick. And I couldn't help thinking, is this one of them? Like I'm not crying out enough for help in the fact that I haven't been feeling – and I'm not saying I'm depressed. I'm not saying I'm anything – I'm just saying I don't feel myself at the moment. Nothing is lighting me up. I feel like telling everything to fuck off. So was this my cry for help and attention because I don't know any other way to say it? You know? Um, So I'm going to be sitting with that feeling today, you know, what else is coming up? Why do I, why am I needing to get this? Because yes, we can just get sick because we've been around snotty kids and I was around snotty kids, not last weekend, but the weekend before. But there is quite often sometimes a feeling that we're fitting for it to happen because I haven't been sick for ages I'm on some really good supplements where my immunity is kick-ass so you have to ask yourself these questions 
why am I feeling this way? You know, um, what's going on? Um, you know, why am I feeling the need to be sick now? What's, you know, what is it? And so more things might come up for me today. But I'm really feeling the thing of I haven't been listening and honouring myself and so my body's doing it for me. And, you know, where have I felt the need to be sick before? And it always comes down to, you know, what happened in your childhood? What did you need in your childhood? What were the feelings and things that came up in my childhood? And for me it was. I got more attention when I was sick. You know, I had an excuse to not do things because I couldn't. You know, um, it's all of those kind of things. And so I'm really going to sit down with that. But I just wanted to kind of talk it out now while I'm kind of in it to... I guess take you along in the process. So I've done the relaxing. I've done the looking after myself. I've done the um, honouring myself, doing nothing, whatever else. But now it's time, now that I'm feeling like I'm coming out the other side of it. um, And don't get me wrong, once I start going through these feelings, I might come back a little bit heavier before it goes. But now it's time to dig deep into the why. And again, we don't always have to do this, but I think it's a really beautiful process to be able to do this, even if it's just to say that, you know, I am just sick and there's no reason for it. Because when we can start tapping into our body's innate wisdom, whether there has to be something that we go through or not. And obviously this is really important because Moo is being very vocal. Um, It starts allowing us to tap into it more easily all the time because our body always knows. And so even if you do tap in and go, why am I feeling this way? There doesn't always have to be a reason, but it's still a beautiful process to ask yourself these questions. And I know for me, this whole last, what, five or six days, I completely withdrew from the world like I did when I was really bad in my um, mental health state, you know. I wasn't really there in conversations, even if I was in a conversation. I wasn't calling people back or messaging people back like I usually would. I completely withdrew. And when you start adding up all of those little pieces together, it's like, okay, what, where, why, when, all of the things. And again, it may just be that I simply needed to do it. You know, I needed to recharge in my own space so that I could come back bigger and brighter than ever. But for me, I know there's something sitting there. So you don't always have to do the hardcore work every time you feel a certain way or something comes up, but it's still a beautiful practice to go, okay, is this happening for a reason? What is it trying to show me? 
Because when you can ask these questions of yourself, you can go through things quicker. You can get to the bottoms of things. You can start healing. You can start reflecting for that healing. So that is my beautiful message for you today. Um, I'm still not feeling fabulous. Like I said, it's all in my head. (laughs) Which, thinking about it, is a beautiful metaphor because, let's face it, um, a lot of everything we go through is all in our head when we should be being in our bodies. And that was the other thing that I was noticing that I had been really stopping was doing stuff to make me feel in my body. Um, In human design, I have a defined head and ajna with a very big disconnect between that and my body. So even as an emotional generator, I should be feeling everything in my body. It's always my brain portion of me that wants to be making the decisions when I need to be doing anything every day to really feel into my body and what my body has to say on it. So perhaps that's also a reminder of you've been too much in your head, love, get out of your head, get back into your body. Because I have started thinking, shit, what am I going to do with Adiabella Rises? Even though I had surrendered that last year, you know, it had started creeping back in. Things like, if you don't want to be doing this, what else are you going to be doing to make money? If you're not wanting to do that, then how are you going to keep doing that? You know what I mean? Like I was really starting to fall into that trap of asking all those big questions to my head and not kind of going, okay, I do want answers to that. I'll surrender it and let's see what comes up. So as you can see, there's always (laughs) multiple prongs of what's going on when something goes on I could simply have just said yeah I got sick from one of my nephews end of story but I know I just know within myself that actually there's more to this than meets the eye you know so I encourage you when it doesn't have to be a sickness it can be a pissed off feeling it can be a a low feeling it can be whatever else um and as a emotional generator I know that I don't have to attach stuff to the emotions that I'm feeling but I do need to look at it if it's going on for longer than what it would usually because it's not fair to myself my emotions and how I am as a person if I don't do that so that's my ramblings for today. Um, I hope you've taken something away from it. And I also wanted to say this in, obviously for some people, it's International Women's Day today for my American friends, um, that we had International Women's Day, Women's Day yesterday. And I really want to say this because I think it's so important um, and I did do a post about it, but you know what it's like trying to fit so many characters in before you um, don't have any characters left and how sometimes you can't say what you want to say necessarily in writing. But here's the thing. (sighs) 
I love reading all of the posts about it. Um, but here's what I don't like. When people start saying that, you know, um, let's fuck the systems that have fucked us over for so long and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing it verbatim here, but pretty much that's what it comes down to. It's all everyone else's fault. It's the male's fault. It's the patriarchy. Patri- I can't even say it because I don't believe in it whatsoever. Um, but here's what I want to tell you. As women, as anything, male, female, nothing, everything, whatever the fuck, if you start putting your belief outside of yourself, whether it's to the government, to your job, to your friends, to your family, to your lover, to whoever, that is the problem. It's not what everyone else is saying and doing and whatever. It is how you are standing in your power, how you are taking responsibility for yourself, what you're deciding to do with your life that matters. And I get it. There's some very real divides about, you know, we don't get paid as much. We don't blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. When we don't put our worth outside of ourselves based on what we earn or if we earn less than someone else, then it doesn't matter. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, of course we want to be paid what we're worth and whatever else. But we're also getting paid. You know what I mean? Like I really start think, I really think it's time to start thinking inside of our box rather than outside of it sometimes. And I'm not saying that to keep you pegged into a box. I'm just saying it in a way of it's time to come from within then looking around outside of ourselves to what is wrong. Because you can still become a multimillionaire with all of these apparent structures and not getting paid as much and, you know, the government poo-pooing on us and all the things if you want to. You can do something amazing for yourself and for others, regardless of what's going on around you. You can be strong, powerful, independent, joyful, abundant, all of those fucking good things, regardless of what's going on outside of ourselves. So this year, I really want you to focus on what can I do and not all of the perceived slights that are around us. Whether they're followed up by data, no data, whatever, whether it's just someone mouthing off or not mouthing off, you know, it's really start, time to start coming back to ourselves and going, how can I feel strong and independent regardless of what's going on on the outside? Regardless of if you're living in a rental, your own home, someone else's home, your car, a tent, whatever, how can I start feeling more strong and independent without myself? Because wanting to blame everything outside of ourselves, that's keeping us in victimhood and is what has been keeping us down for eternity. It's time to reclaim yourself regardless of what everyone else is doing, saying, believing and whatever else. Because we all have the power to be the most powerful person for ourselves. 
we really can. And yeah, I get it. You know, we want to blame outside of ourselves. We want to do this. But the most powerful thing we can do for ourselves is to take responsibility for ourselves and realize that we're the ones that have been, that have been making what matters outside of ourselves matter and that we've been the ones letting it affect us and change us for the worst or for the better. It's all on us. It really, really is. You know, and it's a, it can really be a bitter pill to swallow. I remember when I was getting better, um, and I hate that word, but getting back to myself, perhaps I should say. Um, and, you know, I'd get better, go back steps backwards, get better. And I'd be like, why is this happening to me? What have I done to deserve this? When really the the answer was, it's what I have been doing to myself. Yes, some really horrible fucking shit happened in my life, but I was the one that let it affect me. I was the one that let it change how I was as a person. I was the one doing this. You know, no one was holding a gun to my head saying, you have to panic now, you have to panic now, you have to stop eating now. You have to go through all of this hard shit now. I demand it so. No, that was all on me. So, yes, we can't help the horrible shit that happens to us, but we can definitely be the ones to choose how it's going to affect us, what we're going to do about it, if we're going to take responsibility for what we can take responsibility for. Mui's agreeing with me once again. So this year, I want it to be your year of not blaming people, things outside of ourselves and start going, where can I take radical responsibility? What can I do for myself? Because here was another really hard lesson that I had to learn. You can have all of the help in the world, whether professional or loved ones, but you've got to do that shit for yourself. You know, the best thing that my partner ever did to me and those that know and love me know that this is a massive thing for me to say because it was hard as fuck at the time. But the best thing he ever did for me was kicking me out and making me stand on my own two feet to get myself to where I am today. Yes, he is still, he's still now here. Yes, I had friends and family that were helping me. Yes, I had the help of a naturopath. But here's the thing. No matter who you have in your corner, the amazing advice, the amazing things that they're saying for you to do, you still have to do it. You still have to be the one that does it. You still have to be the one that chooses differently for yourself than what you would have done before. You are the one that has to choose to want to do this, to get better, to do whatever. It's all up to you. So please, on this after and on the day of International Women's Day, remember that you have the power it is all you. It is all up to you. 
And yes, that can be scary as fuck, but the alternative is even scarier. Have a marvellous day, night, evening, morning, whenever you shall listen to this, and I shall speak to you soon. Mwah.